Now, I want to talk about welcome to countries. Now, I want to preface this with saying I think in some cases they're useful, important and worthwhile, but in the right circumstances. You know, including places like at the start of a state of origin or a Bledisloe Cup or the opening of Parliament or the speech night at the end of the school year. Whatever, that that, that is a good place to have a welcome to country. It reminds us where we are and what has come before us. So tick, tick, tick. However, the spread of welcome to countries are, in my opinion, diluting its value. How's this for a story? A person I know works at a government department, right? He's white, and they were on a run-of-the-mill Zoom meeting in the office and were asked to do the acknowledgement of country to open the Zoom meeting. Now, my friend didn't know the acknowledgement to country and said out loud that they didn't feel comfortable doing one because they felt it would be disrespectful to Indigenous people if they got the acknowledgement wrong. Well, you know what happened? The person was hauled before their boss because there was two complaints from people on that meeting saying they were racist. Seriously, how is not wanting to disrespect Indigenous people racist? And why are we doing acknowledgement to countries on Zoom meetings? Well, what about this one? A national company was again doing a virtual meeting with people from every state and territory around Australia. It took 25 minutes to get to the issues at hand and the agenda because there was an acknowledgement of country for every state and territory that were on that virtual meeting. Because the Gadigal land, which is Sydney, didn't apply to Queensland, Victoria and so on, so they all did their own. Is that seriously necessary on a, at a work meeting? What about a friend of mine who's a lawyer? He said last week that he had a big day of meetings and by the middle of the afternoon, he was up to his fifth acknowledgement of country. Come on. These do nothing to help Indigenous people. They just don't, to be frank. If they do anything, it makes most people roll their eyes now and glaze over because these welcome to countries and acknowledgement of countries are just so ubiquitous. And I think people are more likely to ignore the genuine issues facing First Nations people when this stuff is just jammed down our throat every single day. It's it's getting obscene. Now... While I was thinking about this, I discovered that welcome to countries and acknowledgement of countries, well, they seem to be a relatively new phenomenon. I found this from Professor Francesca Merlin. Now, she's an anthropologist at the Australian National University, and she did a paper back in 2014, and it's called Recent Rituals of Indigenous Recognition in Australia. Welcome to country. And this is what the professor found, quote, It seems likely that acknowledgements arose in Australian governmental and bureaucratic contexts energised by actions and statements of prominent Australian politicians. So in other words, it was not driven by Indigenous Australians, the welcome to country, it was virtue singling. Now there is some suggestion too in Professor Merlin's paper that welcome to countries are not rooted in Aboriginal history either. Quote, some Indigenous people who live on country enact small rituals to introduce newcomers or visitors to particular places. But such practices differ from welcomes. So what's this all about? 
I genuinely don't know how it has become so commonplace, but it's at the point now where there are directives to deliver them. What about this one? The New South Wales Public Service has an entire webpage dedicated to it called Delivering an Acknowledgement of Country. How to deliver an acknowledgement of country. And this is what it says. Quote, An acknowledgement of country allows for any individual to pay their respects to the traditional custodians. With an increase in employees working flexibly and participating in online meetings from various locations, it's important to continue to recognise this cultural protocol. When did it become a cultural protocol and who says it is? I'll translate it for you. If you don't do a welcome for country or an acknowledgement of country before a Zoom meeting during the New South Wales Public Service, you're a racist and you're disrespecting Indigenous people. And we're too scared to not do them. It's ridiculous. There are acknowledgement of countries before the block television program on nine. What about the Mask Singer and Bachelor on 10? There was a welcome to country before those programs, even before the races on Sky Racing on a Saturday. There's a acknowledgement of country. A mate of mine has, a, has, a, has his kids at, at preschool on the northern beaches and their two-year-olds sing a welcome to Gadigal land song every morning. The other day, I got an email from a public servant who acknowledged the country on which the email was being sent to. It's not an ancient ritual. It's a government and bureaucratic invention and intervention, as Professor Merlin has found. So please, can we just give it a rest? Are we not just glazing over every time we hear it now? Reserve a welcome for country, a welcome to country for significant events, to preserve its significance and meaning. Do not force people to do them before Zoom meetings in the public servants. When they're holding that meeting to try to count how many tea bags they've got in the kitchenette for morning tea. 131873, if you want to weigh in on this, because it's got me fired up today. I think it's absolutely gone way too far. And Phil's called in from Winston Hills. G'day. Oh, mate, I 100% agree. I work in the public service at the Australian National Maritime Museum. And... We acknowledged that we were on the Gadigal land and uh, when the HMB Endeavour used to sail. But, I mean, how many Prime Ministers do we have to elect and go right back to say, we're sorry, you know, we apologise? And we weren't even involved in that. And it's it's overdone, overdone, overbaked, and it should stop. Good on you, Phil. Appreciate the call. Dave's called in from Silverdale. G'day. Hey, Chris. How you going, mate? Good, mate. Mate, thanks for bringing this up. Because, as you said, you you feel like you're bringing it up and then, yeah, you feel, oh, you're being racist because you're just a white Aussie guy, you know? Like, just it should just be for um, big events when we sing the national anthem. It doesn't need to be in your face all the time. But there's a dog show on Channel 10 and they've got a sign in the background on that as well. And you just think, we get it. We know it. We know the history. Just, yeah, let us yeah, get on with it. Very good point. We get it. And it's just when it's used, David. I appreciate your call. I've got to keep running. But it's when it's used. I think it really debases the whole purpose of the welcome 
to country and the acknowledgement of country. And here's a good example, Steve Carline, our traffic reporter. Steve, you've got a story about it. Yeah, uh, Claire and I got to um, uh, the Tempe Ikea, this is probably a month or two back, uh, got there a little bit early and we're just waiting outside for the doors to open. And when they welcomed us over the, the tannoy, the fellow actually gave a welcome to country at Ikea. I, and then the I was thinking, Claire said, you know, what was that about? And I said, oh, well, you know, the warmer I used to go. And then, um, you know, just made a little bit of a joke about it. But at the time I was thinking like, that's probably taking things a bit far. At Ikea? Yeah. Did you get an Allen key with it? I, you know, I think they just gave me sentences I made it myself. But um, but yeah, I think it's, that was overkill, mate. So I can see it for, for major events, but not for absolutely everything. Good on you, Steve. Appreciate Thanks, that. Mary from Toon Gabby. Yes, look, I just totally agree with you. It's become so watered down that no one respects it anymore. It's just a matter of, it's just like a byline of everything. It's just, there's no meaning to it. And I think that affects also the voice that's coming up. Like, mm. I mean, people are just like so sick of this whole noise of, it's it, it's not relevant, as you said, the guy before me, in ITR and, you know, on Zoom meetings and things like that. It's just become so irrelevant. And it, people are just sick of it. Good on you, Mary. I appreciate that. One three one eight seven three. Here's Michelle, and this is about the New South Wales Public Service. Hi, Chris. Another public servant here. Yes, Zoom meeting each week. A different staff member is asked to read country. No one volunteers anymore. It's shoved in our faces. It's embarrassing. Rick from Foster. G'day. Hey, hey how you going? Good, mate. Just, it should be treated the same way as the national anthem. You don't keep, you don't play the national anthem every single day. It's for special occasions and important occasions. Same thing with the country. I've got no problems embracing the um, uh, indigenous uh, culture, but you can't have it ramming, ramming it down our neck because if you do, all you're going to do is just alienate more people. Yeah, so not just about that too, Rick. You've got to preserve the special nature of the Welcome to Country, just like you preserve the special nature of the National Anthem. Use it for a big event, by all means. I'm not saying scrap it. I'm just saying we don't need it when you're, you know, you're counting the lolly jar before a meeting you know, at the Department of Education.